0: Yes! Get in. I'm Adam. Welcome to the Two Network. It's finished. West Ham United two, Newcastle United three. We're out of the relegation zone. We're up to fifteenth. What? What a victory! I'm absolutely delighted. We all saw the team. We looked at Diame and Savé in the middle, with a perplexed look on all of our collective faces The inquisitive eyebrows were raised And they've both contributed to what is an absolutely vital three points away from home It's within, no doubt that was a relegation six-pointer Huge, huge victory to stop the rot It's our first victory, I think since the Crystal Palace game it's our first victory in about 10 Premier League games. It's huge. Psychologically, that is massive ahead of what is going to be a really, really tough game against Man City, who are just unstoppable. They've won the 17th game in a row this season. But let's get back to the Newcastle game, the West Ham game. We went with a 4-4-2 raffer. He knew that a draw probably still wasn't enough and that we needed to, like I said, a six pointer, we needed to get ahead of West Ham, who were always going to be, you know, that they're going to be battling with us down at the bottom of the table. No doubt about it. I question the mentality of David Moyes and his ability. I think he's very lucky to be in that job. And I think we've gone there. The last couple of games will be, we have been fairly unlucky not to come away with draws. The Arsenal game, we had a chance to, right at the end, we, we defended resolutely throughout. But for a wonder strike from Ozil against Everton, we hit the woodwork a couple of times. And again, Everton weren't great and we probably should have punished them more. And we didn't. But I thought that was one of our most uh, complete performances. If you t- If you look at the Watford game at home, I would say we didn't perform in either half. And we were absolutely in pieces, I think, in this West Ham game. This afternoon, we've performed in the first half, we've performed in the second half and we applied a lot of pressure and it was a, given it was a nervy 20 minutes at the end with Andy Carroll coming on, we'll get onto that in a bit But we've absolutely deserved that, we've absolutely deserved that game So let's start from the start, it was a 4-4-2, hoss Gale up front Lejeune dropped, Clark and Lascelles um, back in the, in the centre-back positions Atsu Richie Ritchie back out on the wings, and Savé and Diarmé in the, in the middle. Now, Arnautovic, I mentioned him in my last video, how, how his form had been had improved quite vastly over the last uh, few games. He scored against Chelsea, he'd had a good game against Stoke as well, his former team. And it was the forgotten man, Henri Savé, coming into the side, basically gifting possession to Arnautovic, who... You know when he's when he's dribbling, he's strong, so he can he can keep people off the ball. And he, he went to dribble between a couple of our defenders, got to the edge of the box. Elliot came out, but he's found the bottom corner with his right foot, his wrong foot, as it were. But he but, but he tucks it away, and you just thought we've done it again. Huge game, lack of concentration, out the traps, and we and we've we've given ourselves a mountain to climb already and Savé has his head in his hands, he's distraught. But what happens next? We get a free kick on the edge of the box and Savé, he's, he's had form for this. He's had form for free kicks. He scored one in an international game a couple of years ago, or sorry, within the last year or so. And in his club career, like I, for me, whenever I've seen Savé play, he's never been terrible for me. I don't think he's ever been worse than De, what De Army, how Diarmi's played the last few games, for example. I don't. So I, whether it's an attitude thing, whether it's a communication thing, like the Mbemba, I, I, I've got no idea. But when we're kind of crying out for someone with energy, strength, physicality, and look, if you if you can do that from a free kick, I mean, what the technique on it's absolutely superb. It really reminded me of, and I, I don't mean to put him in the same bracket as. Uh, Leon's famous Brazilian janinho Perembucano I think I've pronounced that right I'm sure you'll mention in the comments if I've uh, got that wrong and what he's done is he's, he's he's managed to get he's lifted it over the wall but it's but it's dipped it's dipped right in the corner away from Adrian and he and he and he can't get to it I think if it's I think if it crosses the line higher a higher plane I think Adrian saves it but because it it, it just dips right down he, he, can't, he, he can't reach that far and it's it's absolutely pinpoint accuracy. It's a beautiful free kick, absolutely beautiful. So he immediately makes amends and suddenly we've got a game on our hands. We've got our tails up. You he can hear the Wave fans going crazy because we need that. And from then on, we created quite a few very good chances actually so the first one we got, it was um, Gale off the bar. I think it's Ritchie down the right wing. Sorry, it was Yedlin. Just check my notes. It was Yedlin down the right wing, who's been a constant outlet for us down the right wing, probably one of our most dangerous players in an attacking sense. Maybe that compromises his defensive abilities, as we know. He's cut, he's cut one across to Gale, who side it, off the bar. Now, if you remember against Everton, we had Richie hitting the post, unluckily. We have M- Marino hitting the inside of the post, unluckily as well. And, you know, it's just not falling for us. Once again in the West Ham game, Gale hits the bar. If he smashes that in, we're on a rampage. He doesn't get it. Later on, a short while later, Richie cuts in from the right, as he always does on his left. And he's curled one. Adrian's nowhere near it he's completely beaten Adrian it's off the post and it comes back out in Diarme with a classic D'Arme finish again we'll get into that in a minute classic D'Arme finish skies it into Rosehead so again it's another game where we've hit the woodwork twice and seemingly not capitalized on good pressure and good possession that we've had and really good counter attacks. Like we really put them under a lot of strain, I thought. And Atsu was, I thought Atsu was excellent. He was just a constant thorn in their side. Certainly, Zabaletas. And there was another before half time. There was a, there was another effort from Gale, where again we just kept getting in behind their fullbacks. And and, and once we realised that we'd spotted this deficiency in their defending. We went for it again, and basically that's how we went and scored a couple more in the second half, but in the first half, Richie I think's gone in behind uh, the fullback, and I things Cresswell, and he's pulled it back, and Gale's got to do better from there. He's, li- he's leaned back and he skies it. and he knows, I mean, it hasn't gone that far over the bar, but you're talking, you know, around the penalty, around the penalty spot. he's got to be bursting the net there. He's, he has to be. It's such a good chance. Head in hands again. He knows he's hit the bar on the last one. You think his confidence is shot. Maybe it is a bit. And, you, you know, it's, it's... You think, again, it's going to be one of those games. We know how this narrative plays out because it's played out the last 9, 10 games that we've played. Always happens. So, we've definitely gone into half time, thinking, well, the better chance we've, we we had the better chances. We've definitely been the better team. They're shaky. You can tell that they're fans. You know, I don't think there's much to that atmosphere in in, in that London stadium as it is. But when things aren't going right for them, and you've got Moyes at the helm. I, look, he's a, look, he's an okay guy. He's, I, I just don't think he's a, he's a pioneering coach. I just don't think he's, he's, he's going to be doing anything mind blowing. I think he'll, he's just. Plays it safe. I think tactically he's got a couple of ideas, but Steven Moyes—he is—he's he's so lucky to be in that job. I just think I always felt that we could we could do something when we come into this the, in, in the second half. Again, we've got tails up, and it's the danger man of Anoutovic again, bit, pretty much what he did for his goal. But he tries that again. He beats about three men this time. And he's cutting. He's cutting from the from the right hand side. He's on his left, and he goes to try and curl it in the far post. Elliot goes to you know goes to reach it, but he's, he's he's hit it massively off target. Now, the quality that he has. I mean, this is the issue. I mean, I've spoken to a, a Stoke fan that I work with, and like like a lot of Stoke's players, like Shakiri, for example, Arnautovic brilliant talent but so very inconsistent but we saw the best of him in the first six minutes and that was another danger you know another dangerous attack that he kind of created out of nothing but he just drags it wide and it was quite unlucky but it was a big chance nevertheless and you just think if they take the lead at that point we're in trouble because we know how we perform and we go a goal down it usually turns into three turns into four it's just how it's gone however the last couple of games we've defended a lot more solidly and as i mentioned in the last video we don't play certainly in the first halves of games we don't play like a team that's sinking like a stone down the league we have ideas we we've defended pretty well in the last couple of games as well and you know, it was a wonder goal that that, that that caused a defeat against Arsenal. It was a terrible goalkeeping error that lost the game against Everton. So you think, we're getting a lot of things right. It's not like we haven't got team spirit. It's not like we haven't got fight. We've got fight. We showed fight today. And we showed fight in other games as well. And we've just not got the rub of the green. But we went ahead. Clark brings the ball out of defence, finds Atsu on the left wing, who's been a pretty constant threat. He finds himself in a bit of space. Zabaleta is there, and and, and Zabaleta is one of those players that, if you look back one of my um, transfer target videos from the summer, Zabaleta was one of those that I thought Newcastle should be going for, experienced in the league, He's been there, done it, he's won the league, he's um, a commanding voice in the, and an experienced voice in the dressing room as well. But he, his form hasn't been amazing. I mean, the same with Joe Hart. I would have taken Joe Hart at the start of the season. But again, I probably wouldn't take him now. I wouldn't. And I'm not sure many people would, even, even though we do probably need better quality. But we've done all right today, given what Elliot <laughs> managed to achieve. So Atsu's taking on Zabaleta and he's just, it's a sumptuous nutmeg. There, there, there's no better way to describe it. He's, he's just, and he's, he's so unpredictable, Atsu, but he, he, and he, and he often lacks a final ball and intelligence, and he, but, he's, but he's a very good direct runner and he always asks questions of defenders, full backs, and he causes problems. And he gets the ball, little deft touch through the legs of Zabaleta, he's completely gone and he's straight away, he's up, he's looking. And is making a, there's a lot of bodies in, but Diame's is making a late run in behind another player, another West Ham player. And Atsu has the the intelligence, the composure to play it back across around the penalty spot. And when Diame meets it, and I mentioned <laughs> I mentioned his miss earlier, gonna disguise it and Gale's shot, which he also skied, it was a, it sort of similar to the Gale chance, really, but from the other side. And he stabs it with the inside, the instep of his, of his boot. And is, <laughs> funnily enough, I mean, he definitely didn't mean to hit it as high as he did. It, 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 it crashes into the roof of the net in the top corner but in doing that he's missed heads and bodies I think if he hits it low it probably doesn't find the net I think it deflects, I think it gets blocked but he doesn't, he mishits it he definitely definitely didn't mean to hit that in as high as he does in, smash, and crowd go wild well the Newcastle fans go wild anyway I'm going crazy as well We've, we've gone ahead, we've pulled it round We've shown amazing character, as we did against West Brom. We've pulled it round from being a goal down. And you think, wow, well, there's still, there's still a lot of football to be played at this point. Shortly after scoring, I think it was within two minutes, you've got Mikel Antonio, who's one of their better players, but he's sort of been a bit relatively quiet in this game so far. Clark commits himself. He goes in, he, he makes a challenge outside the box. Seen the replay, It's definitely outside the box by about two feet, I'd say comfortably. And the referee's had a shocker. He's had an absolute nightmare. The referee is given a penalty. He pauses for, this is the worst thing. He doesn't make, he pauses for a second to think about it. He obviously has a word in his ear with the linesman. So you'd think there's two of them complicit in making what is a, a monumental error of judgment awful refereeing I mean and again it it, it doesn't surprise me you look at the referee's performance against Everton and the fact that Rooney didn't go away with the yellow card yet Shelby gets sent off it's things like that that when you're down at the bottom you need those things to go for you and it really did we had we'd been we'd been in the lead for about a minute minute and a half Andre Ayou steps up but he's very nonchalant in his in his penalty t- taking technique. He, t- he he did one of those Beppi Signori ones. He did the, the two-step with his left foot to try and disguise where he's gonna put it. Except actually, I've just remembered. One of our defenders, possibly Yedlin, before the penalty's taken, runs up to Elliot and just has a little whisper in his ear. And I and I wonder if this was something that they'd picked up on in training and Rafa had talked about it or. Or whatever that they know that IU likes to place, I can't fact check this at the minute. I'm just giving you an instant reaction, but I think Yedlin definitely has a word in Elliot's ear. If it is Yedlin, before the penalty is taken, IU takes two steps and hits it at the right of the goal to Elliot's left. It's at a very comfortable height, but but he still made a really strong save, Elliot, and pushed it out. It's a brilliant save. Under the circumstances, particularly, and the fact that he's it shouldn't have been a penalty in the first place, and then I think it comes out to Antonio again. He takes a really heavy touch, but he's being marshaled by Clark. I think it was. But our the, the important part is our defenders were straight out to that rebound, made it difficult for them to get another shot on goal. It's out for a goal kick. Lascelles kind of jumps on Elliot, and Elliot's just trying to calm everyone down and not get too excited because he knows there's going to be a barrage from the West Ham fan. Uh, the West Ham. Uh, players from now until the, the full time whistle, and uh, that is an, and again one of those turning points. Rob Elliot is you know he's like a Christmas RoboCop delivering justice. He's he's played a blinder, and from that West Ham started putting a lot of pressure on, as we would expect. But it was from one of their corners. That we, we managed to spring and one of the most impressive counterattacks I've seen us, uh, seen us perform this season, so I think' it's, it's come right back to their center backs just inside the, the, the you know the halfway uh, circle and um, Yedlin is the most forward is the most advanced player and he goes to charge down the defender, who fluffs his lines a bit into one of his own players Gale has really really quick thinking to pass it across into the centre circle with Atsu so Atsu takes it, he carries it from halfway line Hosolu's run at the left, there's a, there's, a, there's an opening for Gale on the right hand side if he sees him but he goes for Hosolu who delivers a very similar cross albeit a lot a little bit more advanced but he delivers a a, a pullback, left footed cross very similar to Atsu's for Diame for Atsu himself close to the six yard box nobody's picked him up it's a sheer pace that's got him there one two with Hossalu essentially and he's and he's uh, swept it across the goalkeeper into the goalkeeper's bottom left bottom right hand of the uh, the, uh, corner of the goal Gale goes off to celebrate Atsu goes off to celebrate, fans go wild. It's 3-1 away from home. We haven't won in 10 games and and, and absolute scenes. However, there's still about half an hour left at this point. And you just think, I've been here before. I know how these things turn out. I know what'll happen. So what do West Ham United do? What do they do? What would you do? West Ham United bring on Andy Carroll, former Newcastle United striker and immediately the game plan changes as it would and they just start lumping balls up to Andy Carroll and he's causing problems and suddenly, even though we're two goals clear we're away from home and we've got a massive, massive lead to defend We've capitulated before. There's no reason to say we wouldn't do it in such a crucial six pointer at the bottom of the table. Andy Carroll's winning a lot of headers. They're aiming everything for him. They're trying to get shots away. They're getting more corners. They get a corner. Aaron Cresswell delivers it. And he, he's on charge. I think there's two men on Andy Carroll at the back post, but he cannot stop him attacking the ball really well. I, I must say he was, he, he was such a danger goes to attack at the back post. Elliot makes a save and Save unfortunately makes his second error of the game and he allows his man that he's marked Andre Ayu to dance away from him and Ayu pounces on the on the loose ball from Elliot's save. He couldn't really do anything about it and it's a tap in and it's an it's it's smashed into the roof of the net. It's a really cheap goal to give away. Credit to Carroll in making that happen but Defensively, we've got to be better there. And suddenly, it's three-two, and it, it, it's it's so so nervous. And from that moment on, we've I mean even before the goal, uh, the 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 IU, you know for the West Ham second, we sat back. We've we've allowed them. We've invited pressure from them onto us, and. You, <laughs> We we actually were playing really, really well going forward and in sitting back we sort of we nullified our own attacking threat in a way. And we just whatever we, when we tried to bring the ball out on counter-attacks, we, we struggled. We struggled to keep ball, we were hacking it away. We were almost trying to time waste in a way, and it was you know, it was on 75-80 minutes, there's still a lot of the game to play. And they again looked for Carroll, looked for Carroll all the time. But have got to say, Jamal Lascelles, captain fantastic. His man-marking display in those last 20 minutes against Andy Carroll was absolutely superb. It was brilliant. When Andy Carroll first came on, he was winning a lot of headers. But it was like Lascelles just ramped it up to the next gear. He, he, le- he levelled up Jamal cells, and he was climbing and he was, he-, he was winning headers against him and he was just, he was huge. He was trying to nullify their biggest threat and I thought he was absolutely brilliant. He, he ended up getting a limp. Uh, he was hobbling around because he's obviously exerting himself too much. But he was everywhere and there was even a, a Carroll shot in the last 10 minutes where Carroll's gone, it, it, it fell for him, it took him a bit of time to try and set himself for a left footed shot and Lascelles has just thrown himself, he threw his body at the shot and it deflects out and that, that, that epitomises Lascelles for me, it's, it's passion, it's, it's determination and the attitude, the mentality, the winning mentality the, the the siege mentality that it, that he was trying to galvanize this this backline to, to to sort of you know to protect what is what would be a, such a precious and is such a precious three points so Perez came off Perez came on for Gale who didn't really impress much didn't get much of the ball but it was extra legs it was energy to try and high press them we had Save, who came off for Chancel and Bemba who just added another player into the back line and you know to be honest at that point I don't even know where he was playing because we were just having we just had a couple of lines of men back we had a couple of banks of uh, defenders back anyway so whether he was um, playing as uh, sort of just in front of the or actually just a third centre back it was probably more likely he was in as a as a five-man defence just to protect that lead and that was Rafa's tactical shift which he needs to needs to have credit for because it worked. Rafa needs to be given credit for the fact that he started Army and Savé probably against <laughs> probably against uh, most recommendations. But they've both scored crucial goals. That's it, got us three points. Um, I mean, later on, Atsu got a bit of a knock, and Murphy came on again. Not much time to really really affect anything, but it was a, such a nervous final twenty minutes of that game. I mean, I was I was. I'd bite my nails all the way through that it was absolutely awful and just as I thought they, they got a free kick it was deep in a stoppage time it was four extra minutes deep in the stoppage time and the linesman's it was aimed towards Carroll as you'd imagine linesman throws his flag up and you're thinking it's spot to pull it's, a penalty. it's another penalty it's not it was offside and I'm thinking right that's definitely the last attack all Elliot has to do is knock it up keep them in their half for a minute we were struggling for, we really struggled for possession in the last 15 it was it was ludicrous but a, but again we give a free kickaway on the um, on the halfway line adran comes up pumps it at the box it's a corner and you just think I've, I've been here before I, I know what happens here corner came in flicked over I think it's Yellow Richie goes to goes to kick it away, and that's that's it. The referee blows up, it's a final whistle, and an absolutely huge I can't stress how big that win is. I'm elated, I'm absolutely delighted. It was a embattled performance, and we finally got points on the board that we deserved, I think. We so many times this season we've been so unlucky not to get a draw, nick a draw here, things have just gone against us and it's been defeat, 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 defeat. But I don't think we've played as badly as our form suggests. Yes, we have deserved to lose a few, of course we have. But some of them definitely shouldn't have been defeat, should have been draws, maybe the odd win. So I'm absolutely delighted. And, you know, if Gale had put away a couple of chances, it would have been out of sight. And, but as it happens... When you United, this is what we do. <laughs> it's rollercoaster. So as I mentioned at the start of the video, we're up into 15th as it stands. We're only four points off Watford in 10th. This, this is how crazy this league is, how, how tight the bottom half of the table is. Four points from top half. I mean, we've got Man City next, so don't be expecting to be one point away from that because... I honestly think Man City are gonna absolutely destroy us. I think even even the way we've galvanized in this crucial match. And you can see me, I'm br- I'm bright red. I, I, I was exhausted just watching that game. And M- M- Man City are absolutely rampant. 17 wins on the bounce. They're gonna make us 18 wins on the bounce if they manage to keep up their form. There's nothing to suggest that they can't turn us over, but I didn't expect us to win 3-2 today. Stranger things have happened. I didn't expect West Ham to beat Chelsea a couple of weeks ago. It happens. I didn't expect Bristol City to beat Man United in the week, but it happens. Football's weird and wonderful. That's why we love it. Anything can happen against Man City. I think what we'll have to do to try and nullify... I mean, there's only so much you can do to nullify against the threat of Man City and... They're interchangeable players that everyone knows what they're doing. They're rampant. You, you, they're weaving. Even the lead strikers will pull across. Sterling, goal in the middle. Sarney. Bernardo Silva got himself an assist today. And he's been largely on the bench all season. So he even give him one chance and he'll give you. You'll, you'll see return straight away. You've got De Bruyne, who's one of the, the probably standout midfielder of the season. Silva's on incredible form. We've got. They've got maybe a slight weakness down the left-hand side, although Danilo scored <laughs> today and kept the clean sheet. So you, it's going to be really tough, but there might be rotation. They might get complacent. They might think it's Newcastle United. They've they've been playing terribly. We might get to see a, a slightly more of a B team. Obviously, their B team will probably make, what, fifth, fourth in the league at the minute. It's in, It's insane how much depth they have and how much momentum they have from a tactic that is just killing teams it's pulling them apart so we're gonna to have to be resolute I would say I would say I'd, 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 I'd probably prefer to see Lejeune ahead of Clark I thought Clark did okay today a bit better but Daftaira nearly cost us the game ultimately that, 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 that tackle Shouldn't have been a penalty. It's not his fault that it was a penalty, but it was it, it was late to that challenge. And if that goes in, I think we I, th- I think we lose. I think if that penalty goes in, we lose. He, he owes Elliot quite a lot there, and I think Lejeune's just got a bit more guile on the ball, and we're going to struggle for possession. I don't know how far away dumb it is, but I'd like. I thought McKeown was okay today, but again, Onatovic had a bit of joy, didn't he, from that right from that right hand side. So. I don't think Dummett will come in straight away. I think you'll at least give Dummett a couple of sub appearances before he makes some start games. But what do I know? It's Rafa Benitez. I don't, he's going to do his own thing. I think Yedlin, Lascelles, Elliott's in. Interesting what he does in defence now. Uh, defence and midfield. Sorry. Um, I think. I think he probably does. Marino come in. I'd like to see Marino come in, and I'd like to see Savé. I know he made a couple of errors today, but he could be that player who is that strong, energetic defensive midfielder. He's good at set pieces as well, so that's an extra weapon that we have. I would like to see that combination. I don't think Shelby's mentality is right at the minute. I think Atsu is so dangerous. I think he's probably my man of the match, closely followed by Lascelles due to that last twenty minutes. I think Atzi will start, Richie will start. And does he go for it? Does he does he go for two up front again? I'd be surprised if he goes for two up front again, given how open that would make us. And I think we have to almost play for a draw really, because ideally we're, it's difficult. You might think 4-4-2, let's, let's take the game to Man City. Let's try, let's try and do something that most teams absolutely cannot do and haven't been able to do all season. We've got we are kind of in a position where we've got nothing to lose because we're playing Man City, the best team in the league, who have probably one foot one hand on the trophy already. You know, so I think I'm going to call it. I think you'll go four four two, and I think you'll play Gale and Hossley up front. Hoslu got his assist today. Gale was got himself the chances, but couldn't finish. But he he passed into Atsu for Atsu's third. Uh, for Hos- both Gale and Hoslu were um very much involved in that that winning, what ultimately turned out to be the deciding goal. I think you'll go 4-4-2 again. We've got nothing to lose. We've just got to win. Get our backs so up on Christmas. Fans, we've got the tails up. We've got nothing. Let's just go for it against City. Why not? Why not? Do we just sit back and just allow them to play their game? You need to take the game to them. Yeah, they're probably going to punish us on the break, but... I think if we sit in deep, they're probably going to punish us eventually anyway. I'd I'd much rather see us try to win a football match against another football team and, and, and try and put away... Obviously, you've got to be mindful of their their the, the threats that they possess, but they've possessed so many that you, I guess all you can do is go for it. I'd like to see them do that anyway. I don't know what you guys think. Comment in below. Let me know what you would like to see them do from a... Uh, from a formation perspective, from a lineup perspective against Man City, but anyway, I've <laughs> I've talked at you for so long, ranted again, but what what a victory! I'm I'm absolutely delighted. What a Christmas present! Up in the fifteenth, beautiful. It sounds it it sounds beautiful. You know you got players, you got teams like Huddersfield, Nick and the George Southampton. We could have done with Southampton beating that, but at least Huddersfield haven't won. Brighton have got a really crucial win today against Watford I think it was 1-0 and Crystal Palace Swansea drawing is probably, a, is probably good news for us sharing points and West Brom got a tonking as well uh, so that's, that was pretty important although it was against Stoke who'd been down there as well but I think I'd like to write West Brom off already I think they're massively in trouble and they've got a terrible manager Right, I'm gonna end it there. Thanks very, very much for watching, for listening. I've been Adam. This has been the Toon Network Match Report, West Ham 2, Newcastle United 3. It's a crucial three points. at man of the match. Merry Christmas, everyone. Remember to subscribe if you don't already and catch us on Twitter and Facebook, audio versions of videos. I'm a couple behind because of my uh, technical issues i'm I'm suffering from at the minute but i'm I'm really trying to rectify that as soon as possible but they'll be up on soundcloud and itunes as usual take it easy everyone have a really really good christmas and have an extra couple of glasses of bailey's to celebrate after this win thanks everyone get in rafa benitez give him credit he deserves because tactically he absolutely sorted us out today i've been adam this has been the two network merry christmas everyone Bye bye